Welcome to this episode of the Mind of the Escapist podcast. This is a podcast centered around film, video games, television, anime, and more. I'm your host, Terrell. In today's episode, I'm going to be reviewing Creed 3, and I'm going to just be straight up about it right here, right now. I love this film. I love this film. This film means a lot to me in multiple ways, and I'm so impressed and, quite frankly, stunned by what Michael B. Jordan has achieved with this film, given that it's his directorial debut. I watched the film for the first time on opening day at the VFI IMAX in London, and I watched it again the following day on the Saturday night, and I love this film, and I can't wait to just dive deep and talk about why this film is so great to me, and in some ways why this film feels like the type of film I've always wanted to see. A lot of that's due to what it's about thematically, and how it portrays black men and masculinity, and shows shades of toxic masculinity, and how it examines trauma. There's a lot going on in this film, and I think the way that Michael B. Jordan orchestrated the whole tale and the whole story, but to ground it around these themes, I think was very powerful, and it really spoke to me and my experiences in life and what I've seen through other men that I've known throughout my life and the struggles that men face sometimes. And I think it's, I think it's a very important film because of this, because I think and it sounds dramatic to say this, but for some men, watching this film for some men, if they really do take on board the messages and the themes of what this film and this story is telling, I genuinely believe for some men, this film could be life-changing. Just because of what it will make their mind, how it will make their mind assess certain things. And it's not every day you get films that come even close to having that level of potential impact on its viewers. And it's all wrapped up in this very great but almost classic tale. So some people may say, you know, it's got it's, got its cliches and yes it does, but like... You expect that in a in a in a Rocky or Creed film, but it's it's that almost David and Goliath type of clash of the titans type of tale that has at the center of it a rivalry and a brotherhood that is fractured, and the way this film tells that type of story, like I said, with those themes around it, is extremely impressive. I'm going to read the synopsis of the film just to give you an overview of what the plot actually is in like a clear and concise way. And then I'll begin to talk even more about those themes and why I think the film is so successful at executing what it wanted to do and why I love the film so much. So the synopsis for Creed 3 is as follows. Still dominating the boxing world, Adonis Creed is thriving in his career and family life when Damien, a childhood friend and former boxing prodigy, resurfaces after serving time in prison. He's eager to prove himself and prove that he deserves a shot in the ring. And the face-off between former friends is more than just a fight. To settle the score, Adonis must put his future on the line to battle Damien, a fighter who has nothing to lose. I think the script for Creed 3 is exceptionally written. And the reason I think that is because it's juggling a lot thematically. And what the script is able to do and then what Michael is able to do through his direction to take those themes and to present them in a way that you can digest each individual element of what the story is trying to go through thematically to the point where you really get a hold of these characters and they feel very human and you can empathize with them 
and you can empathize with each side of what's going on. So this film is about a lot of things. And of course, like the synopsis stated, this is more so about this brotherhood, this friendship that once existed, that disappeared due to two young men going on two separate paths in life. One got incarcerated, the other one went on and ended up becoming very successful. And this film's about what happens when those two lives cross paths, cross paths again in the future as adults. And one of the other things that this film thematically highlights is the importance of perspective. Because you have Adonis and Damien in two very different situations at the start of this film. And as they cross paths and as certain events occur in this story, you understand both sides. You understand what drives both of them, their motivations and why they do what they do and why they feel how they do. And it's a parallel story that's excellently written and excellently directed. And what really spoke to me within this film was how it has such a strong focus on masculinity as a whole, male masculinity, toxic masculinity and trauma and how trauma can and will resurface and the importance of dealing with those traumatic issues and confronting it in order to overcome it instead of trying to bury it. Because if you constantly bury your trauma, it will resurface. It's never going to permanently go away. You're never going to permanently get past it because you keep burying it and things will trigger it and it will resurface. And this film, so much of this film and so much of this story and the journey that Adonis has gone on in this film is about having to confront it head on and to not run away from your trauma. There is a brilliant thematic element of this film which links to what occurred to Adonis when he was younger, which you see in this film, where he runs away from a from a situation. And after running away from the situation, he tries to bury that situation in his memory because it's very traumatic. And the thematic parallel that I really like within that is that links directly into how Adonis and how a lot of men in general bury trauma and that's essentially running away from it and you can't run away from your trauma you have to go the other direction you have to turn around and face it head on that's the only way you will stand a chance at overcoming it and that is one of the key core themes of this film and it's something that I find deeply personal because Within the past year, I've kind of gone on a similar journey that Adonis goes on in this film in the sense of unearthing your trauma, really examining yourself and taking a look at yourself and processing that childhood trauma in order to get past it. And there's a lot of lines of dialogue in this film about moving on from the past. And there's an incredible line of dialogue It's in one of the trailers, so I'll say it, where his trainer says to him, let go of your fear, let go of your guilt, let go of whatever was and walk into what is. And it's, it's a statement about letting go of your past, letting go of the guilt that you feel and the trauma and focusing on the present. And that is literally the personal journey that I've kind of been on since last year. And to see it represented in this film, which is one of my favorite film franchises anyway, and with the character that one of the characters in cinema that I've related to the most 
see that represented through this story with that character in this film really really impacted me in a major way and I really love this film and this film is special to me because of that and I I did if you haven't already there is an episode already up my, my, my most recent episode I did speak about the first two Creed films and review those and, and why they were so impactful to me so go and listen to that episode after this if you haven't already to get more perspective on what this franchise as a whole means to me but the fact that it's having these type of raising these type of issues in this type of film is just is really really important and impressive and the fact that it managed to pull it off the way that it does because i feel like for once i can see the type of man that i've become represented especially as a black man i see it represented through the black men in this film the type of man that i've become and the type of journey I've been on to become the man that I am today is the type of journey the characters in this film go on to become who they are at the end of the film. And I think, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm, I, there's so much more that I love about this film as well, which I've not even really touched upon yet. But thematically, I think it's just one of the strongest elements of the film. Uh, just... All, all the things it attempts to tackle, real-world issues, real-world things that men have to deal with that are very important, that we need to make men more aware of, that it's okay to, you know, express yourself, express emotion, express your fears, ex express when you're hurt, when you feel pained, you know, support each other. All those things are extremely important, and I think this film just shines a light on all of that in a really, really special way. And... Another aspect of this film that I really love, so I grew up with anime and watching a lot of anime and I love anime and I love what, from the outside I always feel like people who don't watch anime are very judgmental sometimes of people who do watch it and they don't really understand it, they just think it's cool cartoons or just, ca they don't even think it's cool, but they just think it's cartoons and fighting and this, this, this and this, but the thing that really draws people into anime is the characters and the themes and Something that Michael B. Jordan tapped into really well with this film is taking the themes that this film focuses on, which I've already explained, and presenting it in a way that you'd witness if you were watching an anime. So the storytelling of this film and the way the story is told feels very much inspired by anime. And Michael B. Jordan did make it clear before the release of this film that it was inspired, he, you know, there was anime influences within the film. But I don't think anyone really expected it to run as deep as, as it is and for them to be as prevalent as they are. Because it's not just visual references to anime, which there are a lot of, a tremendous amount of. And it's it's very, very, for an anime fan, it's like a goldmine of anime references and thematic references. But it's not just that visual aspect of it. It is the themes as well and how the story is told. One example I'll give is Creed 3 has the most effective and narratively impactful use of flashbacks I've seen in a very long time. And they're used with purpose in a number of varying ways. And the DNA of your, you know, shonen slash anime type of stories and that type of storytelling technique, the DNA of that can be felt within how these flashback sequences are utilized and showcased to the audience in this film is it's not you know your typical where they just dump the information on you at the beginning of the film or a particular point throughout the film 
and that's it. It's it, it's it's very purposeful, and they've there. It was very smartly spliced throughout the film in key moments where they served the drama well. So whenever you get a little, it's almost like a puzzle piece. You get the beginning of the film. It starts off back in the year 2002 and you see young Damien and young Adonis and it documents part of their past there and then it stops and then throughout the film you get little puzzle pieces at key moments to kind of build the story but it helps the dramatic effect of this story to find out the information at the points that the film actually tells you it instead of telling it to you all up front and it was really well done and there's certain visual things they do with the flashbacks as well there is a particular moment in the film i won't say when but where adonis is looking at damien and damien's looking at adonis and it flashes to the younger versions of themselves within that moment to highlight how their perspective of each other and and all that trauma that they hold within themselves it's it's all linking to the past and it's there's some brilliant visual storytelling in this film that's exceptionally well done that enhances the themes and the rivalry the conflict the brotherhood at the heart of the film between Adonis and Damien and it's the way that is executed and the success of how it works in the way that it's executed is definitely inspired by Michael B. Jordan's love for anime and the structure of you know shonen stories and you can feel it and I really, really like it because there's, like I said, there's a lot of anime sensibilities within the direction, whether it be the the framing and shot composition, the lighting of the shot. Uh, there's, there's an incredible sequence in this film that is a discussion in a locker room, but the way that the shot is framed and the lighting between the two characters and their positioning and what they're doing is straight up anime stuff translated to live action, but not in the sense of, you know, action because when people say anime people will always think action um people that are not used to anime but once again this is an example of the anime influence within a scene that is more dramatic and just about the emotions of the characters and i think it was all handled really well that aspect of the film and really made this film feel unique compared to any other film in the creed franchise or the rocky franchise and when it comes to just films in general because Hollywood has been trying to adapt anime for so long uh, into live action and they've failed the majority of the time and they've just not got it right and it's and it's like they don't understand what makes anime storytelling so special and they miss the mark with it so many times there's, there's only a few live action films based upon anime that are successful but this film is one of the best examples of how the framework of anime storytelling can work in live action if you've got someone that has a real deep understanding of that and knows how to blend that in both visually and thematically and that's one of the most impressive things about this film is one of the things that uh, really caught me off guard was how much of an influence that played in in the creation of this film and how successful it was done and I have to say, I had very high expectations for this film, and it exceeded all of them. It was better than I thought it would be, and I don't even know how that was even possible. Like, for how high my expectations were, you know. And I, to be fair, I never doubted it. I never doubted that I would love this film, because I love the other two. And I had complete faith in that I would enjoy this film and I would, I would love it. 
but I didn't expect it to be even better than I thought it would be. That really, really impressed me. Now, the performances are top draw. The performances are really strong in this film and they're a great, solid anchor that amplifies all the great work that's written within the script and Michael B. Jordan's direction. Because Michael B. Jordan here is fantastic. Might be the best I've seen of him because Adonis is dealing with a lot in this film and Michael's conveying a lot of different emotions throughout the story as it progresses. There's times within this film where Adonis is dealing with deep trauma and trying to silently process that deep trauma. There's times where it's almost like a, a boiling pot where you can see the effect that is having on him and how it's breaking him. There's times where he has to uphold strength to look tough despite breaking on the inside. And there's a lot of different emotions that Adonis goes through in this film. And I think Michael B. Jordan did such a tremendous job with his performance in this film. But what really makes it impressive is for him being a first-time director here, to pull that type of performance out of himself whilst also having to direct himself and everything else, I think is what makes it even more impressive. Jonathan Majors is phenomenal in this film. One of my favourite performances and Damien is one of my favourite characters that I've seen in years. Damien, portrayed by Jonathan Majors in Creed 3, is a masterful blend of brutal physicality, mental pain and ambition. He's so multifaceted and so nuanced with the performance here. Every mannerism, every expression in every scene, every frame that he's on screen is conveying his emotions. There's so much to read off of his behaviour in this film without him even ever saying words. And he doesn't feel like a villain. He feels like a damaged human being that you can empathise with. And going back to the themes of this film, I think... The fact that Jonathan Majors was able to portray Damien that way is extremely important for the themes that this film's trying to get across. Because it could have been so easy to have this type of character be very one-dimensional and just be very angry. But there's a lot more there. And you, and you do empathise with him a lot because you can understand, and this goes back to what I said about perspective, you understand his perspective on his history with Adonis and what occurred and... Once you understand his perspective, you can completely understand why he is the way he is. And you feel sorry for him. You do. And even when he oversteps the mark, you still understand it. And it's what what I really love, and I said it earlier, is this film's feel this rivalry and brotherhood in this film feels like a clash of titans. And it almost feels Shakespearean in the sense that. It's that, and when it's one of those stories where you know you're going to get to that inevitable point, and you're just waiting for it to get there. So when these characters first cross paths in the present day, as adults, you see that brotherhood still shine through. But it's like a volcano almost. It's like you're waiting for it to erupt. You know it's going to erupt. You just don't know when. And it's the tension that kind of is formed in seeing this relationship that you know is going to turn the other way at a certain point and erupt into something different and then to have these characters have to then fight each other with all of that charged emotion the level of emotion in this film is quite astonishing because i felt every range of emotion watching that film 
and it's one of, it is just one of those films that you'll you'll ex- you'll feel so much as you watch it and then, and I felt really moved by it because of that but what Jonathan Majors did here was in if if the academy is a serious organization which is not in my opinion <laughs> if the academy is a serious organization this film would be up for multiple oscars next year i'm talking best picture best director for michael b jordan best lead for michael b jordan best supporting actor for jonathan majors best supporting actress for tessa thompson best original screenplay or adapted screenplay if they're going to consider it an adaption because it's a franchise whatever it will be up for a lot because the film's that good and going back to jonathan majors the physicality of his performance as well as the emotional core is all at such a high level when he gets in the ring jesus christ this man is a monster (laughs) he moves like an untamed bull and one aspect i really like about this character that really stood out to me is his stance the way he walks the way he carries himself in normal situations you can then see it translated into his fighting style and the stance he takes in the ring and his ruthlessness makes his presence beyond intimidating especially when he's filling up an entire imax screen and he's got that extremely impressive physique that just screams nothing but discipline to me as a man as someone that goes to the gym someone who works out someone who understands what it takes to build the physiques that these men have in this film to see jonathan majors looking the way he is it's just extremely impressive because it takes a lot it will take a lot of dedication and a lot of discipline to build the physique he has in this film but the presence that he has as a result of it is unmatched because his physicality mixed with that kind of untamed emotion that is due to spiral out of control really makes him a formidable and i don't even want to say antagonist but a formidable adversary for creed especially in the ring but even outside of the ring and i just think the performance like i said from him and michael b jordan just utterly fantastic and tessa thompson was fantastic in this film as well and she has layers to go through every every key character in this film is dealing with something and this film really is about communication and opening up about how you feel and i think what i've always appreciated the relationship between adonis and bianca in these films and i think it's always felt very grounded and very realistic and each film's kind of given them new obstacles to tackle as a, as a couple that are that feel very real and how their relationship is depicted in this film i think is very important to put on display because in this film you get to see a couple that are at times at odds with each other because of past events that have been so buried so deep due to trauma that even the fact that they're married and their partners they don't even know about their partner's trauma because it's been buried that deep and it was never brought up and the only reason that they find out about it is when it resurfaces and then the challenges that come with resurfaced trauma and a loved one having to try and 
help you look inward to understand you more but then the stubbornness of men at times feeling like we can't express our emotions so you have situations in this film where Adonis is refusing to talk about his past events and that past trauma that childhood trauma and she's trying to get through to him because she loves him and she wants to help him and it's that I think that's just a very realistic portrayal of what can happen when trauma is not handled correctly and it's locked up inside I think once again it's just something the script the direction and the performances they all complement each other and it's such a real issue and a real thing that I think it's just so beautiful to see it depicted in this film in the way that it is and of course they had a daughter in the second film the daughter's you know grown up a bit now um she's still very young and what this film does for the ASL community and you know deaf people is really commendable because for us privileged people who can hear you you sometimes just forget about certain disabilities and the impact of those disabilities that people have and this film normalized it so well that it didn't it highlighted it in a sense and focused on it and there's a lot of use of sign language in the film with the daughter when she's communicating of course because they needed to be and the actress is deaf herself but it never once felt like the film was trying to make a statement about it it just felt so organic and natural but at the same time in being so organic and natural it actually was kind of bringing much more awareness to it if that makes sense and I think that in itself is something to really commend about this film to have a deaf character you know be an important part of the story and to have the use of sign language be a key aspect of the story and a lot of dialogue is spoken through through the sign language and I think it 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 just became it felt so normalized and I think that's an achievement for it to be utilized I think more films need to do this like I said but not to just raise awareness for it or you know for that reason but just because it is a normal thing you know it's a normal experience for deaf people and there are plenty of deaf people among us so I think they should be they should be able to see themselves in these films in the same way that the young girl in this film brought that character in and performed and she was actually really good her performance was really great as well and um she was very endearing and uh, it was a very good performance from her just wanted to touch on the themes of trauma once again because i think there's a lot in this film that men will connect with and relate to whether they want to admit it or not and for black men especially i think a lot of black men will watch this film and either see aspects of a former version of themselves or their present self depending on whether they have processed and moved beyond their traumas or not and if it's not within themselves that they see the parallel, they'll definitely see it and recognize it from experiences with other black men that they've known. And I think that just speaks to the power of this film. And if you do really open yourself up as a man to allow yourself to feel what this film is trying to make you feel and to understand what this film is trying to make you understand as a man, I think you'll get a lot out of it, whether you've already been on that journey so whether you're like myself or you've already kind of taken that path and you can look back at 
your older self and see this film represent how you may have been previously compared to how you've grown since or whether you're still in that state and you see yourself directly referenced in the immediate actions of this story and the characters and then you see the you know anything you get like this inspirational kind of realization that what these characters are going through and what they have to learn in this film is what you have to learn in order to move beyond what you have to deal with and your traumas um i just think it's 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 so impressive that this film is that layered and is that focused on trauma masculinity both you know in its purest form and in its most toxic form and how communication and looking inward and having to confront those things about yourself those traumas is the only way to get beyond it i think it's just such a beautiful thing that the film has done that so i just want to reiterate that even more so i've just spent the past half an hour talking about you know the thematic qualities of this film the performances and all of that side of it and how powerful the film is in that regard of course it's a creed film it's in the rocky franchise how are the fights how's the boxing i was blown away by the boxing sequences in this film for multiple reasons the level of creativity that michael b jordan was able to unleash through these sequences as a director was extremely impressive and the influences once again there's a lot of anime influences throughout his direction and it's such a beautiful thing to see because as, a, as an anime fan we rarely get to see even the action elements of anime translated to live action in a successful way but what michael b jordan did with these fights is he understood the balance of action and emotion the fights in this film are driven by emotion and there's a focus on emotion within the fights a lot of the camera work and to be honest this goes for the whole film in general a lot of the camera work is really up close and personal on the actors faces and you get a lot of that during the fight sequences which really allows you to get into the head of the fighters during the fight and you get a sense of what they feel and the emotions that they're feeling throughout the battles and one thing that they didn't do in from an anime perspective in this film which i thought they may have potentially done and i wouldn't have had an issue if they did it but i feel like some other people unfamiliar with anime might have there's no internal monologuing you don't get the voice so if this was an anime you would get the voiceover in the head so for example one of the big influences is hajime no ippo uh, which is an anime boxing anime and using that as an example you, when ippo's fighting you'll get the inner monologue you'll see him assessing the fight and you'll hear him talking in his head to himself about what he's thinking you don't get that in this film although i feel like the film itself and the fights themselves were shot in that way it just doesn't have that monologue dialogue over the top but even through the expressions of the actors faces during the fights you can still understand what their thought process is and there's so much character work and emotion that is conveyed through these fights it really makes them stand out amongst the fights in the rest of the franchise and michael b jordan definitely put his own unique spin on the fight sequences and created something that felt very fresh for a a franchise a grander franchise that is on what now is ninth installment the fights are explosive especially in imax and every punch sounds like thunder and the really impressive thing with what makes these fights feel so different is the dynamic camera movements within the ring they're extremely immersive because the camera is really up close 
on the fighters and at times literally swings back and forth between the fighters as they land punches, block punches, quickly maneuver around the ring and towards each other and it really makes you feel like you're in the ring with them. It's really, really immersive and it's extremely kinetic the way the camera moves in and around the ring during these fight sequences, especially when it gets right up close to the fighters as they're throwing their punches and you feel the presence of each fighter as if you're in the ring with them and this goes back to what I said about Jonathan Majors and his presence with his massive figure in this film and physique when he is in his stance and bearing down upon another fighter you feel the threat of his presence because of the way it's shot and it's it's, it's a really really effective way to stage these fights in this film but then once again Talking about the anime side of it, there's so much emotion in these fights, as I said prior, and there's so much visual storytelling going on during these fights. You get the classic kind of anime shots where before a fight will begin, you get a close-up on the eyes of the character, then you get a close-up on each of their gloves, then you get a close-up on each of their shorts with their name on, and it's, it's that type of thing where I know people on, say, Twitter, um, they love to share shots of films that they enjoy side by side and I can already imagine when this film comes out for release on Blu-ray people are going to get the shots of say Damien and Adonis's gloves and the shots of their their shorts with their names on and their eyes and they're going to kind of do like a collage of all of those shots side by side and you'll see the parallel and that is so anime that aspect and it's something that Michael B. Jordan's just translated into these fights really well I can't talk about it because I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything but there's something that he does in the final fight of this film there's a choice he makes Michael B. Jordan in the final fight of this film that almost made my jaw drop because and this goes back to what I said at the start of this review when he said that he was influenced by anime and this film was going to be influenced by anime I think everyone took that at, at a very face value and didn't think much of it because we've been told those type of things before and not really seen it reflected in the work but there's a lot throughout the whole film, like I said, and I have said many times, both thematically and visually, that are influenced by anime, that a lot of anime fans will pick up on. If for whatever reason, someone who's not used to anime is watching this film and hasn't picked up on those differences and that those are kind of linked to anime, you're gonna, in that final fight, think, okay, this has to be an anime type of thing, because there's a choice he makes within this fight, which makes this one of the most unique fights final fights in the whole franchise and it further emphasized the importance of emotion and the brotherhood and the rivalry that has formed between these two former brothers who are now at odds with each other in a bitter conflict and just the way he conveyed it through the fight was just beyond it was beyond impressive and i it was one of those things that as it was as the scene was happening i couldn't believe he was actually doing what he was doing michael b jordan from a creative standpoint during that final final fight and that's all i can really say about it without spoiling it but when you when you see this is one of those things where you might hear me talking about it right now if you haven't seen the film when you see the film you're gonna ex know exactly what i'm talking about when it gets to that final fight and I think what he achieved with that there, one of the best examples I can think of of taking influence from shonen stories and anime and translating that 
creative energy into live action in a way that serves the characters, the action itself, the intensity, the spectacle, and everything. And hats off to Michael B. Jordan, because like I said, this this Creed 3 is without a doubt one of the most impressive directorial efforts I've ever seen from a first-time director, without a doubt. There was a lot riding on this film. This is not an easy film to direct for your first film. He did have, obviously, a bit of comfort in the sense that he knew these characters in and, in and out because it's, it's a franchise he's he's been on the journey with for, like, the past nine years. He has that advantage, but still, it's a studio film. It's in one of the longest-running, most successful, like, franchises. There's a lot of expectation that will come along with it. It was shot post-pandemic. It's a very physical and demanding performance that he has to give in the film while simultaneously directing himself. There's so many factors to this that would make it extremely difficult for any director, let alone a first-time actor-slash-director. And the fact that he pulled it off with the level of finesse that he pulled it off with is actually quite remarkable to me. And once again, as I said before plenty of times, it's not just about the fights. It's about the emotion. That's the thing that I take away from the film the most, is the emotion and the themes. And how he's managed to thread the emotion and themes all the way through all of the characters, throughout the narrative, and throughout the fights. So everything in this film has purpose. And everything in this film is serving those themes of trauma, masculinity, both pure and toxic, and everything else. I'm just going to quickly refer back to the final fight of the film once again, because there's an element of it that I think I forgot to mention. And that is the mental side of it. So I spoke about how the fight is driven by the physicality of it, of course, and the emotional side of it. But the way in which Michael B. Jordan stages that final fight and the, the big thing that I can't speak about because of spoilers, that creative element of that fight really highlights the mental battle that is going on between these two characters. And I think it was a brilliant way to depict that mental battle that's going on between them and I just wanted to make sure I highlighted that as well so it's, it's like a three-way battle you've got the physical side of it you've got the emotional side of it and you've got the mental side of it which the emotional and mental side kind of tie into each other um, but I think it's so brilliantly executed as I said prior the build-up to the final fight in this film is colossal and it feels like a true clash of titans and one of the things that helps amplify the spectacle of that final fight is the deterioration of their relationship that happens in the second act but also the training montage and this training montage was elite and you really felt the emotion and drive within it i thought it had some great storytelling elements within the training montage scene itself and i felt every emotion that i'd want to feel from the training montage you know every emotion that i expected to feel and wanted to feel was present and it did a great job. This film does a great job in its second act and especially through that training montage of making Adonis feel like the true underdog. And it conveyed his kind of need to find strength within in a very powerful way with its score and its use of flashbacks, which is once again something I have to commend multiple times about this film is the way flashbacks are utilized in this film. They even pepper in some flashbacks not only to his younger self and that story that they're telling in this film, but even flashbacks to scenes from Creed 1 and Creed 2 
and they're very they're used very scarcely but when they are used they're very impactful and i thought the way that the, he directed and edited that training montage between those two characters and showing you know both sides of their camp as they train for this kind of gladiatorial battle was it was just really well handled and like i said the score the interesting thing about the score for this film is it's not scored by ludwig Göransson this time and this film is primarily felt more like it was more soundtrack over score for most of this movie you get more actual music like songs in this film over the score it's not as noticeable as it was in the previous two films but it was still impactful when it needed to be and the training sequence is definitely one of those scenes where the score really helps amplify the power and the emotion that you get out of it and what I really love about this training montage in particular as well is I found it very relatable in the sense that everyone in life experiences setbacks there's a lot of times in life where you'll get knocked down and you have to find the strength and will to pull yourself back up there are a lot of times where you will literally be on the cusp of giving up whether it be on trying to achieve something whether it be life itself and you've got to find that strength from somewhere and the way that the film depicts in this training sequence Adonis finding that strength from within and looking back to the past and using past experiences where he's overcome adversity to fuel the fire within him to find that strength to continue I found that incredibly relatable because I've been in situations like that in my life where things have got real tough and I've had to look inward and I've had to remind myself of the things that I've accomplished thus far in order to bring myself the strength to to move forward and push through the difficult times and I just think the training montage kind of highlighted that particular theme which I think is a very universal and relatable theme that a lot of people relate to in a really fantastic and emotionally riveting way I think I've said everything I have to say about Creed 3 I think this has gone on for a very long time there's probably more that I wanted to say about this film which as soon as I finish recording this review I'll probably think oh I didn't say that thing and of course I've kept it spoiler free if I was talking spoilers I'd have a whole lot more to talk about but that is my thoughts on Creed 3 having seen it twice I love this film I I've been thinking about it a lot and I watch films to feel something. I watch films to have a connection with the story and to really get something out of the experience, especially when watching films like this. And I have to say, and this goes for the trilogy as a whole, but this film in particular, when it comes to watching film as creative art and finding parallels within stories that match experiences that I've had in my own life, Creed 3 is without a doubt one of the most personal films that I've ever seen in terms of, you know, me feeling like I'm connecting with the themes and the story in ways that relate back to my own life. It's definitely one of the most personal experiences I've had with a film and I, that's one of the reasons why I love it so much is I'm connecting with it on a deeper level. I think it focuses on some very important themes that need to be brought up and need to be discussed and the fact that this film can create that discussion piece for things like male masculinity, trauma, everything like that, I think that is um, extremely impressive and I didn't realise the film was going to bring those themes to the, 
to the forefront in such a successful way and I have to commend everyone involved in the film for what they've achieved in that regard because I think it's very important and like I did say for those that are willing to open themselves up to it there may be people struggling with trauma still especially black males that may watch this film and it could change their life because it could change their perspective on how to handle those issues and any sort of piece of entertainment whether it be film a book or anything like that that can kind of get that type of inspirational response out of the viewer or reader or whoever is powerful and that's that's almost like a in my opinion a prime example of why creative art is so important and can be so important and why things like films can be more than just entertainment and this is the type of thing that makes these type of films really stand out for certain people and this is definitely what's happened with me in this film and what I'll also say if, if you happen to have never watched a Rocky film or a Creed film and you're listening to this review and you're curious about watching the film another good element about it is I actually think this film could be watched as a singular experience and you'll get a whole lot out of it most of the emotion and the themes will, can still resonate with you having just watching this you know just watching this one film you don't need to see all the rest to get that out of it I think it works really well as a singular experience but of course that experience is then enhanced with the history of the franchise if you've seen the other films in the Creed franchise at the very least or even in the Rocky films so you're going to get extra out of it but I do think if you've never seen any of them you could still watch this on its own and still get a whole lot out of it but like I said that's my thoughts on Creed 3 I am going to go watch it again. I'm tempted to go and watch it uh, a third time tonight. But uh, we'll see about that. But I'm definitely going to be watching it again in the cinema. I think I'll watch this film a whole lot of times because it just resonates with me so much. I love it a lot. Um, another thing I thought to mention actually is the pace. I think the film is really well paced. It really moves quick. And um, on the negative side of things, I don't really have anything negative. There is one moment in the middle of the film where... Um, it seems like time has, uh, the actions that are de depicted in the film seem very sudden based on what's occurring. So like um, the progression of a particular character's position and, you know, his involvement with the people around him suddenly goes from like nothing to having a lot of people around him within the space of seemingly a few hours in the film. And that doesn't really make much sense. But that's one of those type of things that I can ignore because it's like you've got to sacrifice certain elements of realism sometimes just to get the story moving along. And I think the pace is so well handled that I can uh, I can accept that. But yeah, that's my thoughts on Creed 3. Phenomenal film. It's easy. I can tell you right now, it's going to be one of my favorites of the year. Um, without a doubt, it's not my favorite of the year. It's one of my favorites of all time. And yeah, that's my thoughts. I'll speak to you guys in the next episode.